What is going on, everybody, and welcome back to another Sports Talk Pod. And in today's episode, we're going to do an NBA checkup, see how all the teams are doing after the first few months have gone through. But before we get to that, um, a little bit on a more serious note, I want to say rest in peace to Hank Aaron. Uh, he died today at the age of 86. If you guys do not know who he is, a big uh, MLB player back in the day for the Milwaukee Bra- Braves, Milwaukee Brewers type of organization. Um, I'm not sure how, how he passed away. I'm assuming of old age since he is 86 at the moment, but big loss uh, for the baseball community in general and obviously the Milwaukee organization. And then also uh, another uh, Wisconsin sports star, if you want to say, Ted Thompson, the Green Bay Packers GM who drafted Aaron Rodgers uh, back in the day. Also passed away at the age of 68 yesterday or the day before early in the morning. So just two tough losses in the sports world over the past two days. Definitely for the Wisconsin sports fans. Uh, So just want to say rest in peace to those two. Um, But now we can kind of get back into it. And also, if you guys did not know, I did technically change my name to Sports HQ slash Sports Headquarters. But I, after I kind of changed it, I wasn't a big fan of it. So I think I'm going to go back to Sports Talk Pod. I like how I open, I like how my intros for uh, when I have that name and I just like it more. Um, I feel like I kind of forced the change on there. So I'm going to keep, um, I'm going to go back to my original one. I promise I won't change it. I think I'm just going to stick with that one and go with there. So let's get right into this. NBA season underway about two months probably at this point haven't been in maybe a month I guess uh yeah probably more of a month has been gone by so we're kind of doing a little bit of a checkup teams have about 15 games in some have less due to COVID problems I'll get talking about that um since it seems to only be getting worse at this point for the NBA so well I'm gonna start off with the Eastern Conference right now um the top three teams in that league right or in that conference right now are the Philadelphia 76ers Boston Celtics and the Milwaukee Bucks Celtics and the Bucks are only a game back. Like I said, it's still super early in the season, so obviously there can be many things that change. I mean, teams that are in the eighth spot are only two and a half games back from first, so a lot can still happen. But as as of right now, Friday, January 22nd at 11.30 a.m. while I'm recording this, that those are the standings. There are quite a bit of games today that could obviously switch those standings, but um, that is what it looks like right now. So what I basically was going to go with this is, like I said, still very close, very early um, with those top three teams. I'll kind of get more in depth uh, in a little bit about that. But then the bottom teams are kind of a surprise in the Eastern Conference. Atlanta Hawks six at seven and seven. Cleveland Cavaliers are seven and seven at number seven. And then the New York Knicks are at number eight, eight and eight, five hundred team right now on a three-game winning streak. I mean, I don't think anyone would have said even a month into the season that the Knicks would be at this point where they are technically in a playoff spot if the season ended today. And I will say this over and over again this episode. We are only a month in the season. We still have many more games to go, many more months to go, many more weeks to go in this season. So it's still very early. The Knicks could fall. But they did have a, a nice win yesterday that I know that I'm pretty sure. Yes, they beat the Warriors 119-104. Obviously, the Warriors aren't who they used to be, but they're still a good team. They're a solid team this year. Um, we'll get into the Western Conference later in this episode. But... Um, yeah, I'm surprised definitely with the Hawks, Cavaliers, and the Knicks. Um, three teams who really, they were probably one of three of the worst teams in the league last year. If not, they definitely were. Um, that's just 
sorry, I lost my lost my train of thought there. I was looking at something quickly, but um, I'm trying to find the stats of Trey Young. I promise I do have actual um, stuff looked up already, so for certain things, I will already have stats looked up so you won't have to wait for me to do. But other things I kind of just come up with on the spot. So I'm going to try and find what he's been doing. Averaging 24 points, 4 rebounds, 9 assists. So he's having a good season. Um, he's he's gonna you, You're going to tell with Trey Young he's going to start getting into that that time where he's one of the top players in the league because he's starting to mature more and more every season. Every offseason he gets, he just gets a little bit more time uh, to get better. So uh, the Hawks, I mean, hey, no, I, I don't think anyone expected them to be where they are at this point um, with them or even the Cavaliers or the Knicks. Uh, those those two teams are definitely a surprise at the moment, if uh, I could say. Don't have a lot of stats on them. Obviously, I don't watch them. Cavaliers had a big win. I'll get into that in a little bit over the Nets the other day play again tonight but I'll get back into that in a little bit um that's the big thing with those three teams I could go back to the top and talk about the 76ers at this point um the big thing with them is Joel Embiid is having an MVP type season 24 points 11 and a half rebounds three assists and is shooting 48.3 percent from the field I mean you couldn't ask for a better better start from him um I don't know where he's in the MVP race at this point it's looking like he's fourth in the MVP race right now, but he's definitely putting up numbers that he, if he could keep doing that, he just has to stay healthy at this point. And I think they could have a good chance uh, of staying up there. They have a good team this year. You know, Ben Simmons, John B, uh, Tobias Harris, they had a good team. I think the bubble kind of hurt them last year in playoffs, as it did with a lot of teams. Um, but they're starting off the season very well. Uh, their big problem, too, is going to be COVID. They've had a lot of COVID issues over the past few over the past few months. Um uh, that's all I really have to say about the 76ers. Celtics, they're still playing well. Um, they're, they're a team, I think, that's very underrated. Um, Jason Tatum is playing very well this season. Don't have his stats up. I, I won't waste your time on looking at it. The 76ers did beat the Celtics the other night, uh, but they play again uh, today. I've noticed it. I've checked the schedule for today's games, and there are a lot of teams who played Wednesday against uh, the team and they're playing the same team Friday. So they're playing Wednesday and then they have a day off and they're playing the same team again the next day. And I don't know if like, oh, it seems like almost every team has that right now. Um, for this week, it seems like because of the Nets and the Cavaliers are doing the same thing. And there's a couple other teams I saw that are, that are doing it for the week as well. But um, yeah, the Celtics, they, they, they started off the season very well with that win against Milwaukee. Giannis missed the free throw. I watched that game. A lot of pain during that one. That one definitely, definitely hurt. Um, but they they definitely been playing well. Eight and five uh, at the moment. Like I said, I the at the beginning of the season I watched a lot more basketball than I have now. I've gotten a lot more busy, not able to watch as much. Um, but when I first watched them, they looked like a, a very solid team. You know, they can shoot the ball. I mean, their inside presence isn't amazing, but they have they they can figure that out. But they they have. They have the depth and they have the talent to get them far, um, far into playoffs, farther into the season without having a, a breakdown. On um, that Pritchard guy, I don't remember his uh, first name, but he's been playing very well. Uh, rookie out of Oregon, I'm pretty sure he's been playing well. Don't have his stats, like I said. You know, some of these things I kind of just come up at the top of my head, and I don't actually have them written down, but. He's been a good star for them, so I think if they can keep up with what they're doing right now, I think they're going to be well. Because I have a feeling the 76ers will fall at some point. I mean, I could be wrong. Don't I don't I don't know. I can't predict what's going to happen, obviously. But I feel like you 76ers are going to do what 76ers usually do, and that's uh, I mean they'll still be in playoffs, but I think they'll drop. I don't think you will see them at the top. And then we'll get into the Milwaukee Bucks, my team. 
they're, they're something else. Let's just say that for now. Um, they've had two very hard hard games uh, as of lately. Uh, they've played the Nets, and that game was tough. Lost by two. Um, it was back and forth the last few minutes of the game. The We were up by one, I'm pretty sure, and the Nets had the ball. The Nets missed the shot. can't remember who took it, but then... Uh, Harden got the rebound and gave it to Kevin Durant wide open at the top of the key. And I knew once KD touched that ball, it was in. I didn't even have to watch the rest of that play for it to know it was in. That's KD's shot. Got stepped right into it, made the shot. And then K- uh, Chris Middleton um, took a shot at the buzzer, went in and out. It was a very contested shot, not a good shot, but it was. Um, it went in and out, so almost went in. And then in that big play everyone's talking about is Giannis wasn't even on the offensive side. Like he he sat in the backcourt, so he didn't even really have a shot to like score there, which is weird. I just feel like um, you'd want your um, two-time MVP to have a ball in the end. And I know, I mean, he gets fouled and he has to go to the line, and that showed earlier in the year didn't really work well. But um, that's the big thing with the Bucks this year is. I see they're third in the league or in their conference, obviously. But some of these games that they they the, the games that they're going to need to win in the Eastern Conference Finals or the finals that they can make to it finally is they're losing those games. They lost the Nets 125-123. They played the Lakers last night, lost 113-106, and the Bucks just didn't look good all night. Um, I could go over some stats in that game real quick. Uh, for the Lakers, Anthony Davis, 18 points, 6 assists, 9 rebounds. LeBron James, 34 points, 8 assists, 6 rebounds. Uh, Caldwell Pope, 23 points. Didn't really do anything else besides score, which, I mean, hey, that's if that's what you got to do, that's what you got to do. Um, but definitely not a good uh, good night for the Bucks. Uh, they definitely had people scoring. Giannis, 25. Chris Milton, 20. Drew Holiday, 22. But after that, there's there's really nothing. Brooke Lopez, 13. DiVincenzo, 10. And then the rest are low scoring. Um, I I could have a whole entire episode on the Milwaukee Bucks and what I think of them. Um, I don't know. I personally think the Bucks are they're kind of like building up their team. So Jason Kidd. So before before Jason Kidd, they were a really bad team. And then Jason Kidd got here, and he was able to get them to a decent decent team. You know, he was able to get them to a playoffs once in a while. Eight, seven, six seed type of thing. He was able to make them a decent team, but not amazing. They fired him after he got them to the playoffs a couple times, couldn't get anywhere. Got uh, Budenholzer. Budenholzer got them to the one seed. So now he's kind of getting the one seed, but now they can't get past the Eastern Conference Finals or even the round before that, the um, the semifinals, Eastern semifinals. Can't even get past that. So now I'm thinking, well, I'm, I don't want to. I don't want to say fire Bud because I think he's personally a decent coach. I mean, he's not anything amazing, as you can see. We're not winning the games we need to. But do you fire him, get the next coach up that can lead you? Because now you already have the talent to get you to the finals. You just need to find a coach that can win you the games and get you there. Because having Giannis in the backcourt with a couple seconds left is not what you want to do. And I feel like they're not using him as well as they could. I mean, now that you have Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton is playing a lot better than he was last year. Chris Middleton is putting up a lot better um, scoring points. Um, He just seems like he's making his shots a lot more, more consistently now. But I don't know what needs to happen. I don't know if it needs to be a coaching change. I don't know if our bench needs to step up as because I'm telling you, our bench scoring a total of, what, like 13, 15, 13, 15 points, something like that. I bet it's on here. I bet I can find bench points. Um, it's not on here. But it, it wasn't good for the bench, and it, it hasn't been for a while. But, um, yeah, I think the Bucks need to, to – I mean, don't get me wrong. They're still good, but they're already 9-6. and six. I'll tell you right now at this point in the year last year, we weren't 9-6. and six. Um, So – 
we're not winning those games that we need to, like the Lakers and the Nets. Um, I don't know. I know their game tonight got canceled. They were supposed to play. I forgot who they're supposed to play. They're supposed to play a team tonight, and it got canceled, so they're not be playing. So the next game is against the Hawks on Sunday. Like I said, I'm gonna get into the whole COVID situation at the end of this because it's just a mess with what's going on in the NBA right now. Um, those are the top three teams that I was gonna talk about for this. I don't want to go through every single team because this episode would be hours and hours long if I did that so I was just gonna go through the top three at the moment and then um, I'll probably do another checkup in a couple weeks and then I can do it uh, through there too but the other team I did want to talk about is the Brooklyn Nets they're nine and seven so with them their first two games with James Harden playing on them Kyrie was out due to personal reasons still don't know what was wrong with him we don't he hasn't said anything what was going on but it was KD and um, Harden playing and they won both of those games actually the two games that they played, they were able to win. They beat the Bucks, like I said, 125-123, and they were able to beat the Magic 122-115. So, I mean, it, it looked like it was a promising start, and then they go with Kyrie, play Cleveland, and they lose in double overtime, 147-135. to Now, I've heard all week, people, after that loss, people saying, oh, they're not a good team, they lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers. You can you can take it that way if you really want to. Um, obviously, yeah, you lost to a Cleveland team that is one of the worst teams in the. I mean, they're in, they are in playoffs. Will they last? Definitely not. They'll definitely um, they'll definitely fall at some point. I mean, right now they are the seventh team in the conference, but you can't act like they're going to stay there all season. It's still early, like I said, and I feel like they'll collapse. I could be wrong. I mean, they could they could bounce back, but I really don't see Colin Sexton carrying this team to a playoffs. I mean. I love Colin Sexton, so if he could, that would be cool, but I just don't see that happening. But the big thing you need to take away with this is the Nets scored 135 points. And I know teams are starting to score more points as, as seasons go on. Scoring is starting to become very high. Uh, someday we'll probably see 150-point games, and that'll just be the normal in the NBA. But putting up 135, that's really good. And I'm thinking if you can do that on a daily basis, there's not going to be many teams that, um, that you're going to lose to. I mean, the Nets play the Cavaliers again tonight. Uh, if it's if it's on national television, I wouldn't mind watching it. I don't know if it is. Oh, it looks like you have to have League Pass. So I won't be able to watch it unless I use the website I use on here um, where I can get any game for free. Um, I probably won't be able to watch too much of it. But um, like I said, uh, the and even the, the Cavaliers-Nets game, I can go over some stats here. KD, 38 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists. Harden, 21 points, 12 assists, 10 rebounds, had a triple-double. And then Kyrie, 37 points, 2 rebounds, 3 assists. So it def- they definitely all found their way to contribute and score points. And Harden even found ways to do it in many categories in rebounding and assists. Same with KD. Kyrie was kind of just scoring, but that's kind of Kyrie. You're going to see that a lot more from him. Um, so it showed that they can play well together. Now, yes, it's one game. We don't know. We're going to have to see. They play the Cavs tonight. They play the Heat tomorrow night. So they got some big games coming up where I think they could test themselves. Um, I kind of wish Kyrie would have been able to play in the Milwaukee game just to see how that would have went, but obviously he didn't. So we're going to have to take these next few games this week and see what happens there. Um, i got to give praise to Colin Sexton. 42 points, 5 rebounds, 5 assists. He had 22 points after regulation. So in the two overtimes, he had 22 points. Big reason why they probably won that game. Um, so I don't know. I, I still think it's way too early to tell uh, what this team is going to do. But they're definitely going to be dangerous if they can keep scoring 135 points. But they cannot give up 147 points, obviously. Because if you give up 140 points in a the game, there's a good chance you're not going to win. But... Um, 
If they can keep scoring like this, if they can still find ways to get KD almost 40 points, Harden 20, and Kyrie almost 40, I mean, they're going to be looking really good all season if they can find a way to make it work. And it seems like they made it work over on that last game. Um, Colin Sexton just decided to ha have himself a night. So career night for Sexton, got to give him uh, props for that. 42 points for him, uh, career, career high last time I heard. So, um, But yeah, overall, like I said, Nets, it's still way too early to tell with them. Um, uh, they are, let me see where they are in the standings, fifth in the standings right now, so only a game and a half back, like I said, way, it's so early, every team is still in it to battle, so I would even say that some of the bottom teams um, in the league are still good, I mean, the Wizards, five games right back, Raptors, four and a half, I really do think the Raptors could make a comeback at some point, they have the team to do it, they just got to put it together. Um, so I really truly do think uh, they could make it back and do it. There's some teams, Magic, Heat, I think they'll make it back. So um, still very early to tell what's going to happen here with the Nets. Uh, I guess we'll just have to see what happens. I'm, I'm excited to see tonight's game and then the game against the Heat. I think we'll really, within these next week, two week, two weeks, three weeks, we're really going to figure out uh, what this team is going to look like for the whole season. Um, so over with the Nets now, we are going to go on to the Heat. So the Heat right now, let me find them, are 6-7, and seven, and they are the 10th team in the Eastern Conference. Like I said, I've said this probably already 100 times in this episode, it's so early. The season, what, started December, it was right before Christmas, so it might be like January 22nd, it might have started December 22nd. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised. Or 23rd, like, why? we, I think, are just hitting the one-month mark of the NBA season starting. So for me to have this early and just say, oh, yeah, this team is going to win, win the Eastern Conference, this team is going to win the Western Conference, and this team is going to win the title easy after 15 games for the season, whatever many uh, teams have, it's way too early to tell. And with COVID, you never know what's going to happen. I mean, the 76ers, the Celtics, or the Bucks, any of those top teams on the Eastern or Western Conference side, the Lakers, they could have a breakout. And that could, I mean, if you have LeBron out for two weeks due to COVID, it's not, I mean, you still have Anthony Davis. You still have Pope, who's been scoring. You still have Schroeder. But um, definitely don't have one of your top players. And then if that happens again throughout the season, that could be a problem. So it's anyone's game, anyone's season this year, definitely with uh, COVID being a, a factor. So that's why I'm, I'm giving the Heat a little bit of a uh, break. They're 6-7. Uh, and seven, And Jimmy Butler has not been playing um, as of lately. He has not played the past five games. I'm assuming due to injury. It could be due to COVID. But... Um, I'm also looking at some of the stats, and obviously, like, he's playing fine, but there was one game against the Mavericks. He had 27 minutes, and he only scored two points. He missed all six of his uh, field goals he took. So, I don't know what's wrong with him. I haven't been paying attention to their games, but um, definitely not not what he's used to. Uh, his points per game is down at the moment. His shooting is down a little bit, so we'll, we'll have to see where where it goes from here with that but uh he it's way too early to tell i truly do think that they will will be able to bounce back into this definitely with some of these other teams like the cavaliers the hawks the knicks the magic who are in the ninth spot i mean as the season goes on they're going to start showing their true identity and i think that's when uh the heat will be able to make a comeback so that's all i really have for the eastern conference side of things um Overall, still very close to call if, if, I had to, if I had to describe what the Eastern Conference looked like. So we'll go over to the Western Conference side. That looks like the Los Angeles Lakers uh, number er, first at 12-4. and four. Utah Jazz, 11-4, and four, number two. And then the uh, LA Clippers, 11-4 and four as well at number three. So 
the big things I want to talk about here is I was really surprised. I didn't really look at the standings before today. I was kind of, uh, I just waited till today to check them out. And I was really surprised to see the Utah Jazz at where they are. And I checked why, and it's because they're on a seven-game winning streak. So they've been uh, they've been winning some games, and they've been winning some good ones. I mean, the Pelicans, I mean, they might not uh, be good with the record, what they're showing, but anyone with Zion Williamson, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, those type of guys, you're going to have to play well to beat them. I mean, Zion Williamson, he's, my, he's a crazy athletic player. Um, so, I mean, those are two good wins that they were able to get. They were able to beat the Nuggets. Uh, they beat the Hawks. So it's obviously, they're a good team this year. Um, as of lately, they have been. They able, they were able to beat the Bucks earlier, so um, definitely playing well, uh, well, ba- uh, good basketball as of lately. If I'd want to say, I'm trying to see when they if they play it all today, or like when the next game is for them. But I would have to go so far back into this to find it. Um, let me see quickly if they do play. Um, it does not look like the Jazz are playing today, so they'll they'll have a a day off um i don't know when they play next i guess i could look for it they play against the warriors tomorrow so that's their next game um see if they can move that winning streak up to eight uh i'm a big i'm a big utah fan i like the utah jazz i really like donovan mitchell last year when they were in the when he was in the bubble and he went back and forth with jamal murray in the game i thought that was so cool to watch both of those guys just go out there and compete drop 50 bombs on each other it was it was it was fun to watch so um, definitely surprised to see them at two. Will they be able to keep it up? I don't know if they can keep winning games. Obviously, they will be able to. So um, that's the big thing I wanted to talk about. The Jazz, the Lakers. I mean, you have to expect they're going to be at the top all the time. They beat the Bucks last night. They looked uh, good, shooting the ball well. Pope, like I said, shooting the ball well. Uh, LeBron made a dagger three point over Brook Lopez last night. He's looking like he will never have to. Uh, He's basically looking like he'll never have to uh, retire. He'll probably be able to play till the age of 90 at this point because it just seems like every time a season starts and people think, oh, this is the downfall of LeBron, he'll start kind of uh, going down and, and everything. It's it's when he, he shows up again. And, I mean, you can't – this guy is – I don't even know what his age is. He is 36 years old, and he is still averaging 24.5 points a game. So – it's crazy to see what he's doing. Um, obviously, his stats will be a little bit lower than other seasons, um, but they're not far off. I mean, last year he was averaging 25, so obviously you're going to see a decrease in things, but he's shooting better this year from three, um, so that's by a lot. So last year he shot 34, almost 35%. This year he's almost shooting 40% from three. So um, definitely, obviously you're going to see downfalls in uh, players as they get older, but usually you see a bigger downfall in a player. Um when they're at the top of their game to a couple years as they get older but it looks like he'll be able to play for a while longer and why wouldn't he I mean he should not retire until it looks like he's starting to have a downfall season like when Tony Parker did and Tim Duncan all those type of guys did um so I could see him being in the league for a lot longer will it be with the Lakers the whole time I guess we'll have to wait and see um signing Anthony Davis to a long contract definitely will help uh help him stay so you're always going to see the Lakers at top. They're probably going to uh, win the Western Conference this year. Uh, very, very solid team. 8-2 uh, and two in their last 10. They haven't lost an away game. They've lost all four of their losses have come at, um, at the Staples Center, which is crazy to me. I don't know why that. Usually you, you play better at home. Um, so if they could clean up their home record, they're going to be looking very good this year. 
So then we'll go to the Clippers. Um, I haven't really been paying attention to them too much besides opening night. I watched them beat the Lakers, which I was even surprised about. I mean, yes, I know it's happened before, so I didn't really overreact to it. But I was still surprised that um, they came out and beat them the way they did. And then, obviously, they had that big loss to the Mavericks. I think it was like, I don't even remember how many points it was. But um, since then, they've been playing well. I think they're on about a five-game winning streak right now. Uh, so they're going to be at the top there, and they're going to be battling with uh, L.A., I think. I think this year is the Clippers' year to finally figure it out. I just think the big thing this year, too, is I've seen it with the Bucks. The Bucks are a team who they need fans. Sorry to go back to the Eastern Conference on uh, like that, but they just... Even they played amazing basketball when they had fans, and then they go to the bubble, and they did not look like a top team at all. So I just think it's a the big thing is they need fans, and I think certain teams need fans. Otherwise, you're seeing some of these teams who normally play well not playing well. You know, the Mavericks, the Nuggets types of uh, teams on the Eastern Conference side, the Heat, uh, the Raptors, those types of teams. You're just not seeing them play as well because some teams play better on with fans. So I think that could be a problem uh, problem as well with the teams with the Clippers go back to what I'm supposed to be talking about um the Clippers yeah they're looking fine uh, I haven't really been paying attention to this season Paul George and Kawhi Leonard both seem like they've been playing uh relatively well after last year there's talks of them kind of um doing whatever they want when uh whenever they wanted uh you know not showing up for practices if they didn't want to telling the coach I don't want to play these certain minutes so it looks like they're finally starting to play better and then the rest of the Western Conference um, like I said, I don't. I haven't been paying attention to the NBA too much. I've been focusing on the NFL a lot uh, as of lately. But um, the other ones I want to talk about is the Suns, Grizzlies, and Warriors. So the Suns, they're in fourth right now. That that Chris Paul, uh, that Chris Paul pickup must have been a big one for them. Uh, eight and five right now, fourth in the conference. Like I said, still super early. Anything can happen. They can move up. They can move down. Um, but they're, they're a team that, that you got to watch for. With Devin Booker and Chris Paul there and DeAndre Ayton, they're, they're going to be a good team, and they're showing that early this season. So another team is also the Grizzlies. You know John Moran, he'll be doing his thing all season long. You don't really have to worry about that. He finally came back. He came back early, earlier than expected, I heard. I was talking with one of my friends at school the other day, and we were saying we're in, like, this fantasy basketball league, and he, he lost John Moran for two to three weeks. And there's one day he didn't know John Moran was coming back early, so we had him on his bench and he ended up dropping like 60, 70 uh, fantasy points for him. So he was a little upset by that. And that was another thing I was going like to say. Colin Sexton I have on my team, the one day I forget to check my lineup, he drops that and drops 72 fantasy points. And I couldn't put him in my lineup because that was the one day I forgot to do it. That was just a quick rant. But go back to the uh, Western Conference final, or Western Conference. I'm all over the place right now. Uh, John Moran, yep, he came back. Do I know how well he played? Uh, I can check right now. Quick quick search. 17 points, it looks like, in one of the games. Uh, that was probably him kind of kind of getting back into the flow of things. And then he against the Suns, he scored 17 as well. So I think he's still trying to get back into the things. I mean, it's not easy to come back off of an ankle sprain. Definitely the severity it was for him, it sounds like. Uh, I mean, he couldn't even go, get off the court in his own power. So... Um, We'll have to see what he does in the next few few games. They play again Wednesday against the Bulls, so they they got a they got a while. Oh yeah, their games have been getting canceled. That's another thing. They their next three games have gotten canceled. So they're supposed to play today. I think I think they're supposed to play uh, Saturday, Sunday, sometime over the weekend, then Monday or Tuesday. So their next game is until Wednesday. So they got a lot of rest coming up. It's probably good for John Morant uh, get that ankle healthy. Because when he's 100% healthy, he's probably one of the most fun players to watch in the league, I would have to say. 
So we've been talking about some of the good teams in the league on each side, but let's talk about one of the worst teams in the league, and that is the Timberwolves. 3-10, second worst in the league as of now. Like I said, could change. The worst team in, in the league is on the Eastern Conference side with the um, Detroit Pistons, but they're both they're both pretty bad. So the Timberwolves, um, I think D'Angelo Russell isn't doing what, what they thought he would be doing. Um, I can check some stats, like I said, for him. Uh, 31 points, so he's still dropping points, but Carl Anthony Towns has been out. I think that was a big thing, too, is he's out. He tested positive for COVID, and he was injured earlier, so he hasn't played many games uh, this season, but um, Edwards, he's been scoring points, I've heard. Like I said, I'm not going to go and waste 30 minutes uh, searching up stats right now. I, I could have done that earlier, but like I said, when I'm in my episode, I kind of just start rattling off what's at the top of my head. I do have a better list now, so I do know a couple things, but I don't have it all written down right now. So, um, but what I've heard of, because my friend that's at school, he is a Timberwolves fan. So he's been kind of telling me Anthony Edwards scoring some points. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns is out with COVID and has was injured early in the year. And he said D'Angelo Russell, as of lately, has been playing as well, which I just saw he scored 30 points, which that was just one game. So he could be playing actually uh, not so well, but I'm not really sure. I haven't been paying attention to the Timberwolves since they're at the bottom of the league. I don't really pay attention to them too much. Um, but another one, or another team I want to talk about, I kind of forgot about them earlier, is the Warriors. This team, like overall, I don't think they're a good team. I mean, Kelly Oubre and Andrew Wiggins both aren't good basketball players. I mean, they're good, obviously. They made it to the NBA for a reason. But it just, like, every time I see them out on the court, it seems like something's going wrong with them. They're airballing threes. They're bricking their shots. They're missing wide-open layups. They're doing something. Um, the reason that they're they're in the spot that they are is because Stephen Curry carries them. They beat the Lakers the other night, which I did not know. I got done with the Bucks nets game, watched that game, and then the Lakers-Warriors played, or the uh, Warriors, yeah, Warriors-Lakers played afterwards. And it was, it was like a blowout for a while. Lakers were dominating. And then all of a sudden the Warriors came back and then the Lakers would blow them out. And then I turned it off to go to bed. And I wake up the next morning thinking, oh, the Lakers just won. I didn't even check. And I went to school and I was talking to some guys. And they're like, yeah, the Warriors won last night. I was like, when I went to bed, they were down by like 15. So that's a good one for them. Obviously, Stephen Curry probably did most of that work, uh, as he always does. He's he's a good player. Um, it's fun to watch him play, too, and he's at 100% as well. Uh, going through four defenders at a time, finding ways to create space to shoot. Just It's crazy to watch him play. So um, that was the big thing for there. Uh, that, that was the one I missed earlier in there. And then I talked about the Timberwolves. So now we'll talk about the Nuggets and the Mavericks. Uh, I'm going to talk about the Mavs first just because I don't know too much about them. This, this is one of the teams I'm surprised is as low as they are with Luka on the team. I guess I could look up his stats real quickly, uh, real quickly too. But um, I'm just surprised that he, I mean, he is in the, I could go over the MVP leaderboard too right now. It's right now, it's one, is LeBron James. Luka Doncic is two. Um, so he's obviously playing well, but I don't know what's going on besides that, uh, what's going on uh, with their other players. Because Luka's averaging 26 points, shooting 45% from the field, uh, 10 rebounds and 9 assists. So almost averaging a triple-double, uh, basically, at this point. He's doing his thing. So obviously it's someone else. It's other guys on the team aren't producing for him. Um I don't really know what what's going on with them. I like I said, I don't. I haven't been watching their games at all. 
Uh, I could go back a couple games. They've lost some hard ones to the Bulls, to the Raptors. They lost to the Bucks earlier in the year. So um, they lost to the Bulls twice, I guess. And they've lost to the Hornets. So they've they've had some pretty ugly losses, it looks like, besides that one against the Clippers where they absolutely dominated. Um, but like I said, it sucks I don't know as much about it because I can't watch every game or I don't have – I'm not one of those big – like ESPN or anything where I have those stats sitting right there for me to look at every second. It's not like I have a, a bunch of stats I can look at. I kind of just have to go off of what I've heard of or what I've looked at before. So, but like just over like what I know that they normally do, I'm surprised that they were this low so far, but they still have plenty of time to come back, obviously. But the big one I want to talk about was the Nuggets. So they're seven and seven, which I was very surprised about so I kind of I did some research on this and I was checking uh what Jamal Murray has been doing this season so he's been scoring 19 points shooting 44 percent from field goal three rebounds and four assists which at first I was like okay that's not like that's not really amazing like for Jamal Murray but then I go down to his career stats and that's the highest it's been in his career is this year scoring 19 points a game last year was 18 and the year before that was 18 and then even before that it was 16 so like I was like okay then why is this team not performing like they did in the bubble so then I was like well what was his stats in the bubble well he was scoring 26 and a half points a game four rebounds six assists and shot 45 percent from three and right now he's shooting 34 percent from three so he is shooting over 10% better from three at the bubble than he is now, which I think is a big reason why they're so low because Jokic is doing his thing, I'm pretty sure. Um, I've heard he's had some crazy stats this year um, with how he's been doing. Obviously, my internet's not going to load now for me to see. Okay, so yeah, he's averaging 25 points a game, shooting 57% from the field, 11 rebounds, 10 assists. So he's averaging a triple-double right now. So he's he's doing fine. So I, I think the big thing is Jamal Murray. Now, I'm not saying it's totally his fault, but if you go off of his bubble stat, I mean, he's having a better season than he normally does. But if you go off of when they were the most successful, when they were beating, coming back from 3-1, beating teams, going to the uh, Western Conference Finals, those types of things, um, it looks like he was performing better in the bubble. And you could probably show that for a lot of people. Jimmy Butler, all of them, like, I feel like a lot of guys I heard shot better in the bubble because of the depth perception. There was no, obviously, being in the bubble, there's no fans. There's no seats behind the um, behind the hoop. It's just a wall, basically. So it made it a lot easier for teams to shoot. Um, so I think that's the big re reason why the, the stats are a little bit lower for Jamal Murray now. And I think that's why possibly they could be at where they are. I personally think they will bounce back. They'll become a better team. Um, probably get into the 8, 7, 6 type of range because I feel like the Spurs might drop. The Warriors could drop unless Curry can do this all season. Um, and I just I think maybe the Suns could possibly drop a little bit lower. Not too much, but a little bit. So I think that the Nuggets will be able to make a comeback. But that's just what I was kind of looking at. I kind of want to see what was going on with the Nuggets since they were such a good team last year. And I think that was a big thing is Bubble Bubble Murray is not is not playing like it this year. He's just playing like Jamal Murray, which, I mean, hey, he's still having uh, his best best season of his career stats-wise, if you, if you want to look at it that way. So that's really all I have for the Eastern and Western Conference. I feel like I was kind of all over the place on that one. I was kind of going back and forth, but, I mean, it's whatever. I kind of just, when something came to my head, I said it. So, um 
the big thing I wanted to take away with the NBA right now is the East and the West are a lot closer than it used to be. Like over the past few years, you could say the West has been far more dominant, um, a lot harder to make the playoffs on that side of things. But I feel like they're both very, very solid this year. Um, I mean, are they still as good as the West? I personally think that the West is still a little bit better. Because you have the Lakers, Jazz, Clippers, Suns, Grizzlies, Warriors, who can always make a run, Mavericks, Nuggets. Like, those teams are good. But I think the big thing that makes the Eastern Conference so tough this year now is the top three teams, 76ers, Celtics, and Bucks. I could see either any of those teams going to the finals. Now, I hope it's the Bucks, but I could see any of those teams going to the finals. I could see the Nets. Now that Harden's there, that bumps them up. Um, the top four teams, top five teams in this league or in this conference for the Eastern Conference side is very strong. And that's why I personally think that both conferences are a lot stronger and a lot closer in strength together now. It's not just, oh, the West is super easy, or the East is super easy, sorry, and the West is super hard. I feel like it's a little bit more, um, it's a lot closer now. So I think that always makes it fun, you know, when you know that they're, both sides are going to be good. Um, and it's good to, that the NBA got out of the Warriors-Cavs finals every year. Um, it'll be nice to see other teams in the finals now. Obviously, the past few years has been different with uh, Warriors, Raptors, Lakers, and um, Heat the last year. So it's good that they're finally able to get a couple couple other teams in the mix. It makes it more interesting uh, for fans to watch because now you can watch and see how it all goes. Um, but like I but like I said um, the whole whole day this whole episode it's still so early to tell so I'm not gonna make any predictions at this point because right now I'll just be biased and say yeah the Bucks are gonna win the finals in four that's literally what I would say just to have bias at this point because I honestly don't know it's way too early to tell we're only a month in the season ask me again in February March time and I'll have a better prediction which I know some people are gonna say well your prediction that's the point of a prediction you're supposed to predict when you don't know. But I don't want to go on and say something that I truly have no idea because I would just be biased at this point to pick the Bucks because I truly don't know. So the big thing that's going to be this year for NBA is can they stay through the season? Um, COVID has been a big problem for a lot of teams. Like I said, Memphis, they had to cancel their next three games. The Bucks, they had to, or their game got canceled tonight against the Wizards, I'm pretty sure. The Wizards have had a lot of problems with um, with their uh, with their games. I'm going to check. I feel like they... Their last game was January 11th. Their next game scheduled is January 24th. So will they play it? I don't know. And that's against the Spurs. So it'll be interesting to see, but they haven't played in a long time. So I, that's just the big thing is NBA is going to have to figure out. Um, so I guess, okay, now that I think about it, now that I look back at the at the stats, okay. That makes more sense. Because I thought the Wizards would be a little bit better than that. I don't think they're going to be amazing this year. But that was just me thinking. Um, but anyways, I, that's going to be the big thing. I kind of got off track there. But COVID is going to be the thing that I think hurts a lot of teams this year. Because, I mean, games are getting canceled left and right. I swear every 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 day I'm getting a bunch of text messages or a bunch of notifications on my phone saying these games are getting canceled. So, um It'll be interesting to see how it works, what's going to happen when playoffs hit, and there's going to be games that are getting canceled. Still a lot of question marks up in the air, not even just for NBA, but for every NFL is only three weeks away from their season getting through, and they they looked good. Um, but NBA, I think, is having the most problem problems. MLB had a lot of problems, but they were able to figure out figure it out after the first few months. 
NBA is kind of in that same boat. Can they do what MLB did and figure it out after the first month, or are they gonna? Is this gonna keep happening? Because um, it's gonna be a long season if that does. So that's gonna be the big thing. Uh, why you could possibly see some of the top teams: 76ers, Bucks, Celtics, uh, Nets, Lakers, Jazz, those types of guys, um, Clippers, those types of teams um, dropping as if some of their top players are in quarantine. And they have to play without them for a while. So. Um, that's all I really have to say for the NBA as of today. That's my kind of uh, checkup, as of, if you want to call it, for that. So um, that's all you, all I got for you today with um, that. But uh, tomorrow, I will be posting another one tomorrow. Since I missed on Monday an episode, I will be posting another one um, tomorrow, Saturday, January 23rd. Uh, it will be the NFL Championship Weekend preview i'm excited i'm nervous for it but i'm ready for it to be here i'm ready to see the packers try and get into the super bowl we'll have to see what happens but i have a full list of what to say i have a lot to talk about a lot more to talk about on the nfc side than afc side i feel like just because with the packers being in it i have a little bit more to talk about with them but i'm ready i'm going to actually record that um after this one and then post it tomorrow so i'm going to be recording two episodes in one day but you're only going to see one today and then you're going to see the other one tomorrow so I'm going to basically end this one, upload this one, and then go right into this one and then uh, go right into the NFL one and post it tomorrow. So you guys can be looking forward to that. I try and post around 12, 1 o'clock every day, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. But next week I go back to school full-time, Monday through Friday, every day. So it's going to be interesting to see if I can get get all episodes posted. Definitely when sports start back up in the spring when I have track. So I'll let you guys know if I change the schedule at all because I don't know if I'll be able to get this all, um, get three episodes out a week. It might be two or something. But um, that's all I really have for now. You guys, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Can't wait for you guys to hear the NFL one tomorrow. And I guess that's when I'll see you guys next.